Welcome to Sheer Jashub, brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. Let's join Pastor Greg Scalzo as he continues the series on Heavenly Authority. We pick up this morning in the book of Judges, in chapter 6 and verse 36. The Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east have gathered, have crossed over the Jordan, and they've gathered together in the valley of Jezreel. And the Spirit of the Lord has come upon Gideon. He's blown the trumpet. He's gathered together the tribes of Manasseh, uh, and volunteers have come out to meet him. And he's all set to go into this battle against the Midianites. But we read something that we've heard of, a very important element in the history of Gideon, the Gideon Fleece. In verse 36 it says, So Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, Look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is dew on the fleece only, and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. And it was so, when he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together, he wrung the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. Gideon has faith. He knows God has told him. We've studied that in the previous uh, sermons, how he told him, have I not sent you? That the Lord was sending him to help save the people from the Midianites. Gideon has faith, but he wants to be sure that he knows the will of God. He doesn't want to run off brazenly. And you notice often that cautious, mature, people tend to display little faith. They tend to display little hope. And often, brazen, bold people will have much faith, but they can run off in all types of different directions, go in a wrong, disastrous direction. Here, Gideon displays both anointed faith, he believes God has said that he will provide this deliverance, but he also displays anointed maturity. He wants to make sure. He wants to lock it down. He wants to double check to discern the clear, pleasing will of God. Now he knows that God is a miracle God and he's not testing God in the bad sense. He's not given a test to say, well Lord, if you're there and if you want me to do this, rather what Gideon is doing is that he's believing that God will supernaturally confirm his will. This is a prayer by a man of faith who believes in God, believes in God's miraculous power, but he wants to confirm that what he's receiving for him to do is the very will of God. He doesn't want to be brazen. He doesn't want to just run off and do anything he thinks he's supposed to do. He wants to confirm it, and he has enough faith to believe that God will supernaturally confirm his will. 
And so he has this Gideon's fleece. He puts out this fleece of wool on the threshing floor, and he says, well, if there's dew on only the fleece, then I'll know that you will save Israel by my hand. And sure enough, the next morning, the ground is dry, and the fleece is wet. There's a whole bowl full of water in that fleece. But someone could say, well, maybe there was something about the fleece that attracted the dew onto it and not onto the ground. Uh, maybe there's some materialistic explanation. And a lot of times in our society, people look for rationales and materialistic ways to explain miracles. God will do a wonderful healing. And then you'll hear others say, well, maybe that's mind over matter. Maybe the person um, used their abilities to think to cause a change in their body. And anything to explain away the supernatural intervention of God. But this was a miracle. And Gideon will double check the miracle. Let's see what he says in verse 39. He goes one step further. Then Gideon said to God, Do not be angry with me, but let me speak just once more. Let me test, I pray, just once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, but on all the ground let there be dew. So he puts another supernatural test before God. And it's even one that's a little more difficult. Because if the ground is all wet, that fleece definitely has to be wet in the natural. So let all the ground, let there be dew, but let the fleece be dry. And verse 40, and God did so that night. It was dry on the fleece only, but there was dew on all the ground. Once more, let me test. Do not be angry with me. Gideon knows as he goes before God that a lack of faith angers God. We read how God was angry with Moses after he showed him the miracles, the three miracles that he would be able to display before Pharaoh. And still Moses says, I'm not eloquent, I can't speak, please send somebody else. And we read in Exodus how the Lord's anger was kindled against Moses. It was too much humility, too much self-doubt. Here Gideon is not doubting God. He's not doubting God's call to him. He's not doubting God's word. But he wants to tie down clearly that this is not just the Lord's will, but the Lord's timing. And so he doesn't want to anger God with a lack of faith, so he says, do not be angry with me, just once more. It's not a lack of faith. I just want to lock down your word, Lord. I want to know that I know that I know that this is your will. And that should be our attitudes as Christians. That should be the attitude of Christian leaders. Anything that we feel God is leading us to do, to lock it down, to want to really receive a word a sign from God that we know, that we know, that we know that this is in the Lord's will. Because faith that is not in God, faith that's in our minds, faith in something of our imaginations, or faith in something the enemy might be bringing before us, and we think it's of God and it's of the devil, that type of faith 
is no faith at all. It's worse than having no faith, to believe in something that's not of God. Gideon wants to make sure he has the Lord's will and the Lord's timing. God has showed him his will. Is this the time, Lord? Do you want us to do this now? There's no value in faith in faith. What do I mean by faith in faith? There's a lot of modern movements where people are told, just believe. And they won't speak of the gospel. They won't speak of Jesus Christ. It's, well, if you have enough faith, you can overcome anything. And it becomes mind over matter, or self-will, or new age philosophy. We ought to have tremendous faith, but not faith in faith, faith in God. That's why a movie like Miracle on 34th Street is a nice movie, it's a, a, a happy movie, but it's really a vain movie because it's emptiness. It's not based on truth. We don't want to have any kind of faith. We want to have faith in the true God and his truths, and there's no place for faith in lies. So Gideon double checks. He says to God, do not be angry with me, but let me speak just once more. Let me test, I pray. And it's a good test. He's a careful leader, as well as being a mighty warrior, as the angel of the Lord told him in the previous study, he's a careful leader. He knows he has all these men together. He's responsible for them. They're going into an impossible battle, and he's not going to just take their lives for granted. He wants to make sure this is the will of God. Notice something about Gideon's fleece. A lot of us in, uh, in born-again churches, we believe in the scriptures, and we speak about putting a Gideon's fleece before God. You know, if we're not sure of something, saying, Lord, I put this fleece before you, give me revelation through it. Notice some very critical elements about the Gideon's fleece. Number one, it has the element of the supernatural. If you say, well, Lord, if the sun rises tomorrow morning, then I'll take that as a sign that I should take that job or marry that person or do this thing. That's not a Gideon's fleece. There's no supernatural element. It's a miracle the sun always rises, but you know in God's plan it will rise tomorrow. So how is that a Gideon's fleece? That's just a way of propping yourself up to do what you want to do or you believe you're supposed to do. Now that's an extreme example, but people make Gideon's fleeces that are very similar to that. There's really no element of the supernatural. Here he's asking for something that is not the norm. And then he has second a double check in the opposite direction against something that is not the norm. It requires the miraculous intervention of God. And those two elements, the supernatural and the double check, must be there for a Gideon's fleece to be true and to be proper. And because our God is a real God, he can easily plead for himself. Remember last time? When Gideon cuts down, he cuts down the altar to Baal and his father's property, and the father intercedes for him with the men of the town when they want to kill him for taking down that altar, and the father renames Gideon Jerubal, meaning Baal can plead for himself. If this idol is a god, he can plead for himself. Well, Baal is not a god. He's, he's a wooden statue, and at worst, he's the demon, the devil behind that statue. 
and he can't plead for himself. But our God is the real God. He can plead for himself, and he can confirm his call. We study the call of Gideon. Now we're studying the way God can confirm his call, his direction to each one of us. And Gideon's respectful request of the Lord for surety, he wants surety, stands out in contrast to the opposition we saw by Moses, by Saul, to the call of God. What an interesting point at which to leave the study. In our next broadcast, Pastor Greg will be continuing this Bible study series. If you appreciate hearing Shir Jeshub on your local station, may I ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the church outreach of Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. All correspondence and donations should be sent to Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Again, that's Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, S H E A R hyphen J A S H U B, Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And please include the call letters of your radio station. And if you will be in the Connecticut area, let me invite you to join us for Sunday service. Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the town of Madison at the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. The exit is number 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is the yellow brick and white building, and we meet on the upper floor. Please join us for our next broadcast of Sheer Jeshub, which in Hebrew means a remnant shall return.